welcome tonight we are just at the heave of God's new year that's the month April that's the month Abib so someone says so why do you guys then still do crossover that's for men it will be funny for me to see them say so we don't do 31st I don't want to be Mr. Killjoy I've been Killjoy enough so we might as well do that but the heave of God's year is the month Nisan is the month Abib and he says in scripture he said observe the month Abib now we do not observe it because it's lore we observe it because it's spiritual connection it is an heritage and so why am I saying this what I want to share with you tonight and I'm going to go as slow as I need to because what I want to do is to open up a completely kind of new conversation. If you were to sit at the table of nations in the throne of God, Eugene, you can do the heat, please. If you were to sit there tonight, um, and I think my duty is to make sure that you can hear what the table of God's nation is saying, and then you can press in. Um, Without that, there is no need for a pastor because you can pray for yourself. You can prophesy for yourself. Um, but certain times, certain men, God gives certain access to hear what everyone is saying. So that if God is um, going to invite you, if you are to open the heart of God tonight and see what they are discussing in heaven, it's exactly what I want to share with you. Now, I don't care about how fancy whatever anyone else is discussing. I'm not here to chill you with fancy words and, uh, uh, and fame and stuff like that. No, I'm here to speak the mind of God about what God is saying. So um, let me just see 100 people say tonight ready for the word, either on the red one. What's the red one again? The YouTube one or the green one or the blue one, whichever one. Let me just see if you're ready. And so I'm going to try and lay foundation tonight. Now, what I'm about to share tonight, as simple as it's going to be, it's going to be one of your greatest strength ever to understand this. You're going to be so powerful. Why is God sharing this with us in this season? Because I feel that as we cross into the month of Bib, thank you, I can see over 100, as we cross into the new month, into the new year, I feel that everything that we've been talking about, blessings and nation taking and nation building or the blessing of God, I feel this season is here. I feel the time is now. I feel it. I can feel it. So this needs to be part of the journey. And where I'm going with this, by the time we're through, I don't know if that's going to be Sunday, maybe another, maybe what conference we start tonight, I don't know. But by the time we're through, we're going to find the path on water. You see, water is so plain. It has no road in it, yeah? But there is a path there. There's ways on water. Water's got ways. And we didn't know that was even possible until we found Moses. So, and God began to teach me, how can you not know that there is ways on the water? The fish of the sea. The Bible, so God had to take me back to Genesis when he created the fish of the sea. He said, let them live there so they have a livelihood there. There is a kingdom on the sea, so there must be ways there. But we did not know until Moses shows up. Moses gets to 
to the Red Sea. And there was no way, you know, the host of Egypt was coming behind him to kill him. I mean, to kill the three million plus children of Israel. And right in front of him was the sea. And then the Bible says they walked on dry ground, you know, all of a sudden away. You know, they didn't know where they were going. They, they, you know, there can be many ways that the, one way can lead them to Philistine. Another way can lead them to, to the Amalekites. Another one can lead them to the Amorites but the way that showed up led them straight to Canaan they were going straight to the wilderness the path to Canaan so God says you see on water there is ways so two things for water the word you can't see it but there is a way no wonder Jesus will say things like I am the way you understand when you have him you have the way and then people people represent I mean waters represent people also so you see those two things as much as they are not even together people and the world are they are not together they are in opposition but there is way there so when you come from the world it shows you the way when you come to the world it makes you walk the way no wonder the bible says things like it reveals his act it revealed his acts to the children of israel but it showed jesus to moses uh -huh. no no you need to read that scripture he revealed his act he revealed his act to, to, to most to the children of Israel they saw the miracles so they saw the acts of God they saw they saw the ten wonders of God in Egypt they saw the Red Sea part but they don't know the way so after all the miracles they still did not make it to Canaan why they don't know the way the way has not been revealed to them they don't know the way and if you don't know the way it doesn't matter how much miracle you've got you're gonna need another miracle and another miracle and another miracle then you're gonna die needing the miracle of resurrection which you won't get because there's no way talk to me the lord executes righteousness mm -hmm. and justice for all who are oppressed that's true he made his ways did you see that he made his ways known he made known his ways to moses uh-huh his acts to the children of Israel. For the, for the public, even if they are believers, they would only know his acts. They will be fed with bread, but they will not be able to receive bread. Uh -huh. they, 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 they are blind will see, but they are blind will not see. He made known his ways to Moses. The acts of God, the workings of God. The wonders, the, the, not the, the wonders that you see, the real revelation. And that's what God is asking you to press into in this new year. Press to know His ways because that takes time. His acts are immediate. And the reason why He calls you apart as the nation family is to reveal His ways to you. That takes time to show you His ways. He doesn't want you blessed with money overnight. He wants you to own money. He wants you to be the one in charge of that God called Mammon he made known his ways to Moses his act to the children of Israel so when we finish praying to them I mean when we finish preaching and we want to pray you're pressing in to know his ways for your life you remember again it says your ways are not my ways I need that scripture I said I've got ways 
just like your navigator you know the ways one he said your ways are not my ways when you want to walk the dry ground i say no 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 in the sea that's where the way is so you don't need to know where jesus is going no now god wants me to tell you something as he explains to me you see pity right i'm just fashioned the way i need to be i cannot add to it i cannot subtract from it i cannot be less drippy i cannot be more drippy it's me it's the fashioning because it needed that for something so i have no say in the all in the whole manifestation of my life and let me tell you the earlier you believe and accept that for your own life to the better because God has all this figured out already you if you try to figure it out you become disfigured you become dismembered everyone that he picks and brings into the national family he already fashioned out your way the way your art works is different and you see the way your art works from your childhood is the way is but it has to be made known to you otherwise you will not know it you will come to a place of maturity or adulthood and you say what is this and then you begin to figure out your own way in life and then you miss the way and you become lost talk to me seek the lord while uh, he may be found call upon him while he is near uh -huh. let the wicked forsake his way uh -huh. and the righteous man his thoughts did you see the connection between ways and thoughts uh-huh talk to me let him return to the lord and he will have mercy Verse on him eight. for my thoughts are not your thoughts did you see that my thoughts are not your thoughts. It doesn't matter what you think. And I believe in the power of thinking right. But thinking right must be that you plug into his own thoughts. Because thinking right may mean that you have your own thoughts in life. And they are positive and they are good. But God says, that's not my thought. I know you think to be a billionaire. But God says, that's not my thought. That is not anti-billionaire. Maybe he wants trillions. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. This is the declaration of God. Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. We think differently. I'm just trying to lay foundation for something simpler than that. So, it's got to constantly, that's what worship and prayer does for me, fix me back into his thoughts. I know that I cannot determine the outcome of my life. I cannot be in control. I cannot do it. Is his thoughts? He, he says your ways. Look at verse nine. I think. For as the heavens, did, did, did you see that? In fact, if you don't know what the heavens are, just look at the sky. Do you see how far away it is? For as the heavens uh -huh. are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. Can I get you to think about this scripture for a moment? For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. So you can sit down there tonight and think about 1,000 ways to become a millionaire. You've, you've read it in book, ways. That's why I use the word ways. So you read Warren Buffett, he says invest right. Yeah, then you get to Elon Musk, he said, no, don't worry about investing right, just take risks. Then you read um, 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 Steve Jobs, I think that one is dead now. Then he says, Be dear. You, there are like one billion ways there. And God says, listen, if you come to me, there is a way. Jesus, they looked at Jesus and said, show us the way. He said, I am, you know. He, 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 he didn't say, I was. He didn't say, I will be. 
he said I am so it doesn't matter what time it is it doesn't matter if it's 2025 the more you know Jesus the more you're walking in the way and now it gives you a light in your heart that light says that light leads you to this junction where you begin to hear the gospel about being a billionaire let's say of taking the nations that it was the light of your heart that led you this way that's how people get lost I'm sharing today if just your community just they will be happier with pity if I just come and say I'm not a pastor then you see like 5 billion likes they will like it it's likable like, hey. so the, it's the pastor thing that's the problem we already like how you dress and you talk boldly but if you just say you're not pastor then we accept you more it's just that pastor thing. I said, at that point now, we've started talking. Now you can take this seriously now. That really, I'm, we are actually pastors. But you see, what I've noticed is this. So I'm going to start teaching in a minute or preaching, whatever. If you don't let, listen to me carefully and what I'm about to tell you, it's not just passed down by me, it's passed down by those who are older than me. And by hold, I don't mean hold. Hold doesn't mean anything if it's not hold. I was telling one of your brothers the other day how to age without being hold. Uh, two different things you can age. God's plan is for you to age without getting hold. But let me use the aged or the holder. And this is a simple fact. So it's passed down. It's thoughts. Thought true conclusion is if you don't let God teach you how to live, life will teach you how to live. You see that word there is very simple but I do hope you write it down. I do hope you paste it somewhere that you can see as I go through this series tonight or this month or whatever number of time. Either you let God teach you or life will teach you I don't want life to teach me. I don't want it. I don't want life teaching me. I want God to teach me. Hmm. Most people you will meet later in life, life will be the one teaching them. They may be your age right now and they are looking for many ways outside. Life will teach them. One of the things getting aged teaches me is people will hear the word but at some point you have to leave them for life to teach them so when I was younger we tried to let people get what you're saying as we age we try to let people get what you're saying those are two different things get then means sit them down and talk to them and say look you're going the wrong way um, age means do your thing because you know life will teach them because they refuse God to teach them the quarrel of God with the children of Israel was a blatant refusal of God to teach them so they didn't follow his ways so my anchor scripture tonight as you've seen in the, in the, in the um, flyer and Pastor Dami was right when 
he read Amos. I love that Amos because he's used it for the souls outside. But let me also use it for you. It was an animal who has been completely eaten. But the animal has two legs. That means it's still standing and it has ears. No matter how devoid we are, if you're standing on something and you have ears to hear, all the eating parts will be restored. That is the vision that Amos saw. A church, a people that are devoid, a people that are complete. Imagine a goat eating, but there are two legs and there is hair. If everything is taken and you're still standing and you're hearing the word, every other part of the body will be restored. There are two parts that must not be eaten. The hair. When Jesus kept speaking to the church, he said, Evil has hair. Let him hear. Now, these churches were not perfect, but they were still standing. So he said, if you have hair, there will be complete restoration. So sometimes you need not to worry about the part of your body in court or life that has been devoured. Do you still have hair? And are you standing? There will be restoration. Now what God wants to teach you tonight is, the, is one of the most vital things. It connects everything you've heard before into what you, where you need to be. Come with me to the book of Jeremiah. That's where I want to go for this next few days first thing you must accept when we talk about idolatry because that's what I'm going to talk about I'm going to be talking over the next few days about modern day idolatry it is a complete idolatry is complete enmity against God and once you heard the word idolatry you saw a carved image, a wood at the corner of one person's room and you say, no, I don't, never. Let's just go through this together. Um, look at Jeremiah chapter 10. And I love the way God starts the scripture. Talk to me. God and idols. You are, yeah, thank you. Hear what the Lord says to you, people of Israel. Remember here, he's talking to the people of Israel, the church, the ecclesia, the ones that he called out. He said, this is what I have to say to you. Uh -huh. This is what the Lord says. Uh -huh. Do not learn the ways of the nations. No, so there's got to be emphasis there. That's why I started with the word ways. Do not learn the ways. Of the nations. Don't learn their ways. God is against their ways. A. It did not say do not learn the ways of evil. It said the nations. Their practice. Because I need to now know tonight what are their ways. It said don't learn it. Do not learn. So imagine God in his conversation had to stop me on that and say, uh -uh, you can quickly read that draw. You can pause and meditate on that. Israel was coming out of Egypt. They have ways they've learned in Egypt. This is why these guys cannot understand daily provision. God says, take the manna. Eat everything that same day. Do not leave it overnight. They still couldn't do it. Because in Egypt, the flesh part is about how much you can keep. It's about how much you can save. It is the ways of the nations. 
And God says, do not learn the ways of the nation. That's why the word is everything to us. It is every single thing because if you are not to learn the ways of the nation, then that means there is another way. And that way is not hidden from us. It's this scripture. I am the way, Jesus said. The truth and the life. Do not learn the ways of the nation. So imagine, in other words, can we put it clear? Do not learn your culture. And I know cultural people will come up against me because culture is everything. They say, do not learn the way. This is the scripture. Do not learn the ways of the nation. What is nation? Common language. Common unity. Where I'm coming from. God says, this is what I have to say to the nations. The nation of Israel. The called out ones. The ecclesia. Do not learn the ways of the nation. The church teaches you the ways of the nation. Because the church is trying to be like the nations. Do not learn the ways of the nation. So imagine sitting in your church. And your pastor thinks he's posh and educated enough. And he's teaching you some financial stuff. And some this and some that. You've got to sit down and say what way is this? You've got to compare that with scriptures. And say what is this way? Because the Bible says here. Do not learn the ways of the nation. Uh-huh. Or be terrified by signs in Are the Are you heavens. hearing me tonight? He said, do not be terrified by the signs in the heavens. Though the nations are terrified said, by Though them. the nations are terrified by them and they will be terrified by them. The nations are going to be terrified by the signs. I would have stayed on the signs tonight, but I'll leave that to Pastor Sam. The signs of the nations, the signs of the heavens, when God is signaling to the church that is about to destroy the nations, he said, don't be terrified by their fear. Their fear is none of your business. You will rescue some. You will deliver some. You will bring some out. But don't let their terrified, their, 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 their fear fear you. Don't be terrified by their ter terror. Because you're not learning their ways. And you see life is so tricky that it will want to force you to learn the ways of the nation. Because if you don't look like you're learning the ways of the nation, you will look like you are not serious. <laughs> but God says do not learn the ways of the nations. Why? Because He is the way, the truth. And I've seen the ways of the nation. I've seen the way of the nation. I, I was talking about a man, very good man. God fearing whatever that means but you see it's not a seed sower he learns the ways of the nation he's a pastor and he preaches with passion and he can't even tolerate people who do wrong he's so passionate for God why is God not giving him the nations why is he subject to the terror of the nations as I observe his life and I realize something after the first fire, he learns the ways of the nation. Now when he needs the nation to be on his side, they are not there. They left him and said, go get it by yourself. Because for them, when they were growing up, saving and all that is everything, including their image. Your image is an idol, my friend. Your righteousness is an idol. Just to let you know. Idolatry means anything that tends to give you satisfaction away from God. 
Can I repeat that? I would still repeat it later. Idolatry, an idol worshiper, is anyone who looks for satisfaction in anything or anyone away from God. I will still break that down. So just you know that if your image and your righteousness and your good image is that thing, then you're an idol worshiper. Did you hear what I just said? So that you don't quickly exempt yourself. It doesn't matter. If you think money can give you satisfaction away from God, you are worshiping an idol. If you think goodness gives you satisfaction. And can I quickly say something just before I get into this? Every man and woman is designed to have needs and wants. You will never not have needs and wants. I, I needed to, and thank God that he reminded me of that tonight because I think you might misunderstand this message to be, we can't even show we have needs or wants. You will have, you are designed from the day you are born till the day you die, you will have needs and wants. Can we just get that clear now? So, you cannot be part of the nation family by trying to show them, well, I don't even want all those things. I don't even, I know how many of you women want marriage, but because of how I crusade, you say, I don't, <laughs> me, marriage, never. And you get to your bedroom and start crying. <laughs> you, I already know you. You understand, I went into your room with you. I know when, when you left, my eyes went with you. I saw you. Because we cannot begin to deal with idol until we accept that human beings are designed to have needs and have wants. Yes, Enrique, is that correct? So I saw you smiling at me, very handsome guy. Yeah. Have you ever thought about how much you need to be complimented? Yeah, I know you said, I don't know those uh, people saying things that you look nice. You no, I don't care. <laughs> you care so much that you take pictures on the internet and you do this first, do this, do this, do this, and snap it and start reading. Midnight, you're reading. What did they say about me? You care. You do, you do. You know you do. Uh, with the investment you put in your hair, we know you do. Uh, how do we separate that? That's why you've got to stay with me for the next few days. What, that, what this will make you, again I repeat, is so powerful. Because if you can tame all idols, then you are the God over idols. This is what the Lord said. Do not be terrified by the signs in the heavens. Uh -huh. Though the nations are terrified. They will be terrified by the signs of the heavens. So let's go and see what are their ways. Look at this. Verse 3. For, For the practices of the peoples are worthless. You know, you can close the service on this. For the practices. Have you heard the word practice make perfect? For the practices 
you, you, when they want to ask you for what job, he wants your practice. He said they are practices. He didn't say they are evil. He said they are worthless. Meaning they have no value to them. Now, what is valuable then? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The soul of man is what is valuable. For the practices of the peoples are worthless. They cut, look at what they do. Look at this. They cut a tree out of the forest. I really need you to follow this story. So, wait, wait. So, imagine this is God telling me a story. This is why I said it's a conversation. God needed to teach me how to take nations. And he says, look at what they do. They cut trees. They cut a tree out of the forest. In other words, they'll come to your community and cut one tree out of a whole forest. They don't use the forest. They don't heal the forest. They don't refine the forest. They cut. Look, whenever you see the word cut, it means something has been taken advantage of. Something has been cut out of something. They cut a tree out of the forest. Uh -huh. And a craftsman shapes it. Do you see what they do? Then they will shape this tree. They can make him into a muzzle built. Um, is it six feet? You ladies will know what you desire. Six feet, seven feet. Is it seven will be mad? Six. Six feet guy like Pastor Sam. Muzzle and six packs. There was sh a craftsman shapes it with chisel. They will shape this thing. They will say, you see, this guy is an handsome guy. And you see, for them, there was a time. Uh, oh, should I say this or not? There was a time as a lady, if you are thin, you are, you are diseased. They say, terrible. Why are you this thin? If you are big, you are accepted. Then all of a sudden, it's the thinner you are. Then they say, that's a model. Yeah. So their beauty changes. Because what they do is that as a craft, they, they will cut a tree and they will ask a craftsman. This guy is expert in PR, craftsman. This guy is expert in training, craftsman. It will take a footballer and it will mold it. Their definition of, you know, when we were in school, yeah, one day the girls decided to do a magazine and this magazine is all city magazine or secondary school because in secondary school we when you're towards your last year you actually I need to let this out because it hurt me a lot <laughs> so it might not even be relevant to this um, summer so it's citywide and they just decided to pick top 10 guys or 20 from the old city and abuse the hell out of them so what they've done is take 10 characteristics and score you from 0 to 10. And the shape of my head. Uh, once I know that magazine was coming, I know I'm in trouble. So they gave me a name and for handsome, they gave me 0. For IQ though, I must be proud of that, they gave me 9 over 10. My friends got zero on IQ, but they were very handsome guys. And as I was trying to console myself, um, I believe the Lord spoke to me and said, um, show me one head of state that is handsome. And I believe 
the Lord. Maybe my IQ or the Lord told me that, um, that life is not a beauty competition. Until today, I really don't find a handsome president. You can't really look at a president apart from Donald Trump. <laughs> so this president is very handsome guy. He really don't work like that. So I told handsome guys, you are normally going to end up in the cage. Cage means model. You, you put, they put you in the cage and then people touch you and they, they just say, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's cage you're for circus. I believe the Lord taught me about the wolf and the lion. You know, the lion and the tigers are strong. But you see the wolf, right? The wolf does not perform in circus. You'll get this later in life. Don't worry. Those are two deep words. Imagine God teaching me this in secondary school after a very... And the girls were so smart. They did it almost towards the end of our secondary school so you can't revenge because they knew that if I had time oh they're going to go to hell because I'm just going to write some stuff so but it was so much like school the whole secondary school ends like two days after and you know I'm sitting there thinking wow what a hit serious hit they performed on us and just to see if to justify my IQ. So the guys decided, because they were so abused, they decided, you know what we're going to do? We're all going to pack ourselves in the car and go to their school, which is another school from us, and beat them. And they told me, let's go. And I thought, wow, interesting decision. And they had, I said, yeah, we're going. And I made sure they left. And then I showed up in school after. Of course, the next day they were all arrested. They've gone to beat the daughter of a chief justice. And I knew the result, but I know if I try to stop them, it will not look like. So I think I proved my IQ a little bit. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say with this is that the definition of acceptance and beauty changes. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with chisel. So it can be world boxing champion today, shaped with chisel. Um, it can be a beautiful woman today. You're going to die in the gym, I know. And then you go to hell, from gym to hell. But you're trying to shape something. They cut a tree. So the number of people accepted in fame is very few because they actually go for shopping in the forest and cut a tree out of a old forest. How many of you can be great footballers? How many of you can be top models how many of you are going to be musicians how many of you are going to be whatever the word award they give themselves in the world the craftsman already knows what he's looking for he cuts it he shapes it with chisel so if you're running after acceptance i don't care if it's from your dad or mom acceptance from your pastor or non-pastor boyfriend or girlfriend you're just going to have to be shaped with chisel do you realize what it takes to be accepted fashion itself do you realize the burden of it before this society accepts you the slander everything before they ever accept you so if that's going to be what you live for I don't care if it is the wife trying to make the husband accept them or the husband trying to make the wife accept them it's going to be long for you 
and you're still going to end up to be an idol. A craftsman shapes it with his chisel. Verse 3, 4 is important. They adorn it with silver oh and God. gold. Do you remember this is just wood? This is just a tree they cut from the forest. Then they adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer. And nails. So it will not totter. Because if you leave the wood by itself, it will totter. It will fall. It's a wood. I don't care what celebrity. Wood. Chiseled. Crafted. So then they say, you see this wood, right? It's worthless. But how do we make people worship it? They adorn it with silver and gold. Then they use armor. At this point, remember this wood has no leg. It's not standing on the word. They use armor to pin it down so that it does not fall. What is the armor of man? The cautions of life. It's a walk in this straight jacket. If you're advertising our milk for us, you cannot say this. You cannot say that. The guy does not like the LGBT community, but he cannot say anything. He's been fastened. He's an idol. He's a celebrity. They've adorned it. Look, you've got to look beyond things that are adorned with silver and gold. Anyone without the life of God, the breath of God in them, they are not your celebrities. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with armor and nails so that it does not totter. Verse 5. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. This is the funniest thing when God showed me this scripture. Like a scarecrow. Can you give me the image of a scarecrow, please? I have sorry tonight. I need you to think about any model or celebrity you know. That's them. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber land. Do you see God's explanation of things? He's trying to let you see something. Like a, what can the, look at what God then said. Look at this. Their idols cannot speak. Can your idols speak? They cannot speak their mind. Dare any celebrity to speak their mind. It's impossible. Like Scarecrow in Cucumberland, their idols cannot speak. In other words, they have mouth, but they can't speak. They have eyes, but they cannot see. They must be worth. They must be carried because they cannot walk. We're talking about ways, right? They must be carried. They cannot walk. They cannot go where they please. They must be carried. It said, do not fear them. Look at what the Bible says here. They can do no harm. No. Can they do any good? I need you to understand, man. Apart from the servant of God. They can do no harm. And they can do no good. I, I, I think you need to repeat that every morning. They can do no harm. And they cannot, you see that scarecrow you just saw? It cannot do harm. They are used to scare of birds. So you put a scarecrow, like a mannequin, in the center of a cucumber land, so that when birds are coming to east of, they think a man is there. <laughs> God. Do you know where I'm going with this already? Every man that you think is big, the nations, because God invites you to the table of nations tonight. 
when you think someone is big and mighty is a scarecrow in a cucumber land man cannot do you harm nor can they do you good and you, you know how many men you've met and you thought wow I've met so 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 today I say a musician is there can you take picture with him I said girl come let me ask you something before you run to take the picture so after this picture what would happen you would then call him tomorrow because you can't call him you're not well what exactly would happen tomorrow I don't get it what did you are you gonna become family member? Are you gonna become I said we took picture with Prime Minister when he came to our church. Okay, Pastor, call him. Call him. Oh, I don't have his number. Oh, okay. He's got yours, he will call you soon, right? No, he's not got your number. These things are meaningless before God. Why is this important to your generation? When He blesses you, you must not become an idol. Neither must you allow others to make you an idol. And you must worship no other God beside Him. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. You see an old generation running after somebody. Running after, meaning that only God's servant must be run after because of the word, not because it's pity. What if pity loses the word? Then it's worthless. What if it goes to PR company that can say, just don't talk much about pastoring and all those stuff. Just do this and that and then people start. He's become a scarecrow in a cucumber field. He has no breath of God in him. And he may have more followers, but they are also worthless. He said they are idols. They can do no good. Man cannot do you good. And he can't harm you too. And I've known this scripture for a while. Someone said, um, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Da, 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 da. You see, and the people fear the man. So I said to him, you're going to kill me? He said, yeah. Da, da, da. He said, what day is your preferred day of killing? What day would you like to do this killing? Prefer, I prefer weekdays. Weekend, because the traffic going to heaven or hell on weekends will not be um, encouraging. So maybe, and maybe like Tuesday morning, are you ready for this Tuesday? And uh, I'm telling you, yeah, you're you going to get back to me on the killing day. And do you want me to come with my family? What instrument are you going to use? Like, um, should I come with family or friends? Uh, should I bring a bin bag already? Or how exactly is this going to work out? Uh, threatening somebody. Can I kill who? He's dead now. He just died some weeks after. I have no involvement in it. I think something just happened. and slapped the man. I kill you. I'm going to kill you. He said, fear nothing. So the killer is dead. I'm like, oh, I really miss death. Like, oh, man, you, this guy was going to help me. <laughs> now he's gone. Now, nah, God, what did you do? Don't do that. Like, we were having fun. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. Those who boast in men. It does not call us to despise men. It calls us to understand men. That's not despise. That's not dishonor. So God, the, the only men God calls for honor on earth are his men. So it doesn't matter if someone wins the best award in the world. 
God looks at him and says, is he my man? If he's not, you can't celebrate it. It's like a scarecrow in a cucumber field. Their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm. Nor can they do any good. I think I like the part of doing good. Because no, matter, no man can help you except God puts it in their heart. So you can't be afraid of them. Why is this necessary? So that again like I started, we can all follow the way. One way. The word. When man, he said, he ate the practices of the nations. So when man said, when you put this together, I will then help you with this. He said, they can do no good. Verse 6. No one is like you, Lord. You are great and your name is mighty in power. Who should not fear you, king of the nations? This is your due. Among all the wise leaders of the nations and in all their kingdoms, there is no one. But when God is coming, because then some people will say, you know, I only fear and honor God. And then the next question is, who is that? Because you're only saying that because you don't fear and honor him. You're going to hide. No, so I need to know who leads you. Because when he ascended on, I gave gift unto men. Some to be apostles, some prophets. So who leads you? Where's that representation in your life? Why do I not fear life? Because people can do no good or harm. They are completely incapable. They are woods. Again, why is this important in the teaching of the nations? Because if you are not carefully hidden this, you will give breath unto scarecrows. You will give them power. And what gives something power is the worship of it. When you refuse to worship, it is powerless. So, one day, Nebuchadnezzar built a golden image, Duzimer, and it was intimidating. <laughs> and there are these three Hebrew guys who more like they have no life. These guys had power in the realm of Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, but they had no life. They lived daily. Their future is God. Their past is God. Their present is God. They were not afraid of the king's verdict. And the king said, I heard that you don't practice what people practice because when you hear the sound of Duzima, you're supposed to bow down. Duzima represented wealth and system. Let me tell you why this is important. Eventually, even those who taught me these things, eventually they bow to the system. They said, well, you know, what can I do? I want to run for election. So I, well, now it is still Duzima. And so, but these three evil boys, they had no ambition. This, that's the safest way to live. If you're going to be an express image of God on earth, you cannot. Jesus said, if anyone will follow me, if it does not, if it does not um, despise, or if it does not, no, not despise, if it does not disown, and he began to count those things, 
Why? Because one of those people or things around you will make you follow the practices of the nations. And when he calls you out, he does not call you to smallness. Your ways are not his ways. He has big thoughts for you. But he says, if you go by the practice of the nations, you will all only end up in their destination. And some people don't need to tell you what your future will be like. If you take the advice, you're going to where they ended up in. The children of Israel have not been to Canaan before, so there must be another route. There must be a way on the sea. And God continues to teach me that this way I'm taking you through may not be familiar. It may not be usual. But where I'm the land I'm taking you to also is not usual. So how can you know the way? It has to carry you through. The system will always put you in reverse mode. When the system, when you think you are going up, you are actually going back down the hill. That car has no brake. You look at the car of the system and you see the burden of nations. The burden of nations never end until grave. Even in grave, they still tax your dead body. So, these three evil brothers looked at the system and said, Oh king, uh, we're not afraid of you. This is a guy who can send them into destruction in a minute. At the word of the king... They will be consumed and I can imagine their dad or mom saying, Shadrach, Shadrach, what kind of stubbornness is this, Shadrach? What kind of stubbornness? Why are you this stubborn? What do you gain? What do you lose? He just says, bow down. And the king is also saying to them, look, I respect you guys because you've really worked hard in this realm. I get you guys. I get you. But, you know, don't disgrace me. Just bow. And the guys looked at him and said, King, we are not even going to answer you diplomatically in this matter. Now you see pastors who are not even known by kings, they are, already, they are diplomatic with their own members. Everything is diplomacy. They are already afraid of a system that, can, that they don't even have. Uh -uh, you didn't hear me. They are already afraid of something they can't even get with all their diplomacy. They fear everything and everyone. The system cannot harm you. Neither can it do you good. Are you listening to me tonight? It's a scarecrow in a, in a cucumber field. It's meant to, fear, to scare you into submission. They say if you don't have money for rainy days, rainy days will come. And you will have problems. You will have nothing to use to fight. God says you don't even understand that rainy day mentality is a scarecrow. It can Rainy days cannot harm you. Why? For he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The covering of God is the highest covering. Are you listening to me tonight? When it rains, it pours. When it really rains, it pours. And if you are not under the shadow of the Almighty, you will create a fake roof for yourself. But when the thunder strikes, the signs of the heavens are the thunders. He said, don't be terrified by the signs of the heaven. When it rains, when it pours, when the thunder strikes, he said, don't be terrified. Because when the system strikes, it's a scarecrow. In a cucumber field, it looks like, but guess what? This scarecrow protects a whole seed. 
you don't understand where I'm going with this, you know. It is in a cucumber land, it's in a seed land, but it protects the seed still. Even though it's a scarecrow, God says to tell you that all the big names and the big, they are only protecting your seed. Don't be afraid of this scarecrow, otherwise you will give power to this scarecrow. This scarecrow is built there, God allows it. God allows the wicked, God allows those who don't know him. God allows them to be planted in the field, in the seed field for your own sake because the seed and the harvest belongs to you. Don't give them power. Why did God keep the serpent in the garden? The serpent was powerless until Adam gave him power, restored power to a lifeless being. The serpent could not do anything. The serpent was the system. The serpent was this world. It looks gorgeous. It looks like he has power, but he has no power. And he tricked the woman into eating the fruit. And once the woman obeyed her, life comes into this serpent. And when, when we saw him in Jesus in, in, in the wilderness, this guy says, I have everything. Where did you get it from? You got it from man because you scared them. You gave them another idol. You, you inspired the idol in them. And Satan did not preach evil, my friends. Satan did not preach evil to Eve. It motivated her. It was motivation message. It was inspiration message. Don't you see you can be like God. You guys don't need to wait. It motivated. He said, arise. Your mind is your God. And the woman said, wow, I can do it. <laughs> Have you heard the message of you can do? You can do it. <laughs> arise, you can do it. And the woman said, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. It's not evil message. It's a, it's a lesser God message. And look at eight years of yes, we can. Did they do it? No. After eight years of yes, we can, they still voted Trump. Because Trump came and said, look at the mess up yes, we can did to you. And out of fear, they voted Trump. You see the word, he said, I hate the practices of the people. It was not an evil message. So Satan just came with eloquence. He came with eloquence in the, in the Garden of Eden called a conference. And when Eve got to this conference, she said, wow. And the serpent starts speaking, speaking. This guy's got nothing. He's got no home. He's got no power. He's got nothing. It's just system. It looks scary and powerful. And all power was with Eve because she has the helping power and she helped the serpent because she heard a motivational message. The message you will hear is not be evil. Go naked. Start dancing naked. No, it's just yes, you can. Yes, you can is the most evil message ever. Did you hear what I just said? Let, yes, he can. Because if it's not him, then it's you. Are you listening to me? If it's going to be you, it has to be him through you. Are you listening to me tonight? He can. And I'm not subscribing to the school of Christians who go about and say, God. No, it means they don't know God. If you are still saying, the way you will know that you think he can and you walk he can is we will see what you completely immerse your life into. It is not the writing on the page. By the grace of God, Hallelujah, Jesus did it. You're a liar. You know you're lying. Your life does not show. You're not immersed in him. You have idols and you know it. Are you with me tonight? 
What is covetousness? Colossians chapter 3. Am I pronouncing it right? Covetousness. Colossians 3. Start from verse 4, please. When Christ, who is your life, appears. Did you see that? When Christ, who is your life, True believers have immersed the totality of their life in Him. And that's not to the exception of their finances. Can't give 10% and tell me you've immersed your life into Him. And start saying, by the grace of God, by the grace of God. What do you mean by the grace of God? You know what your, where your treasure is. You know what you've immersed your life into. I began to ask the Lord, so why is there no revival? And I think Pastor Samuel, Pastor Only said it the other day, powerful services. Because God could not find his man. There's no man to till the earth. Idol is the complete, I mean, non-worship of idol is the complete immersion of yourself into him and no one else. Like, you can actually wake up and truly know that you have nothing but him. It's simple. And when people say that I have no one but you, and God says, yeah, what about that saving? So, no, 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 that's a human thing. That's, 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 life is life. What is what is what Caesar. Imagine someone saving, your, and their church has need, their church has big need, and God is, he said, oh, yeah, but um, the Bible says give to Caesar. So I'm keeping that for Caesar. I said Caesar in 2020. So that's what Caesar, because you know the practice of, I'm just, it's Caesar stuff. Give to, Jesus said it, give to Caesar was Caesar. The way people with Christians would be in hell doing fellowship with tambourine, hallelujah, hallelujah in hell. Still waiting for Jesus to come and take them out over there. Covertiousness. Talk to me. When Christ who is your life, he says so. No wonder Paul was able to take as much of the world as he did. This guy was completely dead. There was no idol. You know, Paul got to a city. The Bible says when he saw how much they were given to idols, their idol industry was serious. What did Paul see in that city? I'll show you in a minute. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Uh-huh. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, uh-huh. sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. It says covetousness is idolatry. It said and covetousness, which is idol worshipping. So I've got a purse and then find what is covetousness then because the way we were taught in Sunday school is, is that covetousness is wanting what others have. Mm-mm. Covetousness, which is idolatry. Read on, sister, please. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived. So, let me read this. Something that can give you something you won't get from God. 
a kind of satisfaction that you won't get from God. So, a marriage can become virtuous. If I marry, I will have a level of joy that God is not giving me right now. If I can move into a house, how do I put this now? You know that's what Eve did. What it was, what she, they were getting from God was not enough. So she converted. So the joy of the Lord was not her strength. It is something that God cannot give her, but she can go get it. That's why America will remove God from all their curriculum because they want to get what they won't get from God. So how do I put this again tonight? So a person can actually run after money. Go get money because they don't feel that whatever joy money will give them, God can give them. Idolatry. That is idol worship. So our needs and wants will, cannot be wrong. Why do we give? Money cannot give me the kind of joy I already have. Oh, you didn't hear me. It can't give me the joy I already have. It cannot give me the security I already have. So it will look like you nation family, you have lost your head because it seems as if all that you're just looking for is the word. You've become addicts to periscope and word, right? You're getting something and it, all of a sudden, no wonder, I used to feel like We've tasted everything. Is it cars? Is it clothes? Is it houses? But there's no satisfaction from there because you already have God. So you can't have two idols. So you know when money and resources is not getting through to someone and they are fasting, they are praying, they serve God and they are holy. God says, look close into their life. There is an idol there. But it doesn't look like there is an idol. If I look at that person as a believer, I'll say, he's doing everything right. This guy is not committing sin. This guy is not. He said, what about his children? That's idol. Ah, when he looks at those kids, he says, wow, that is, is God now. Is that evil? No. But is it idolatry? Yes. God looked at Job and said, I need to remove certain idols from the life of this guy called Job. God looks at Moses and Moses was in the palace and he has all the power with good intention to deliver God's people. And God says, uh-uh, what you want to do, you have to get it from me. Otherwise, you are covetous. How do I put this now? The Bible shows us clearly that God is a jealous God. In other words, it will block you from what you want to get that is not from Him. If it's going to replace the joy that you should get from Him. So the question tonight is what can you not lose? Kabayata. You didn't hear what I just said tonight. Do you know if you understand this, no wonder Daniel was so powerful in Babylon, this guy just comes out of nowhere. They didn't record his property portfolio. They didn't record anything, but they record his revelation that the kings will bow before him and say, surely the Spirit of God is on the inside of you. He has no idol. Nothing. Nothing. Say, so how do you preach this now? We're supposed to and say, yeah, you worship your husband, you're married, da, da, da. Let me tell you something. You will kill him. 
you just put the guy on firing line especially if God has a use for your life so it's not about him it's not about God trying to teach you a lesson it just says I do not tolerate idols and the, you know the problem you now have you come to a church like nation family spark nation family where almost all the time we're saying use me Lord God say hey okay no problem now so I've seen why the resources don't get you to people because you thought that you will have certain kind of satisfaction when that money comes <laughs> hey the way I will God, God says no no way if that money is going to tell you when to give if that money is going to tell you when to be joyous then that means you cannot get it from me I get seed given from God not from money the expression of that giving is then money because I get the money from him are you listening to me tonight so I'm not giving because I have I'm giving because I get an instruction from him he is my all in all he is my provider and so when God says I won't feel you oh God listen to this I won't feel you till you are empty I've noticed that with us if you still have little you have to be empty then new resources come when God says that God is saying it's not that I don't want you to have plenty stored up what I'm trying to do is I don't want it to be an idol and until you understand that lesson until you truly can have a billion today and give a billion at night without quickly calling newspaper and say by the way I have a billion here just record it so that people can put me on the newspaper as the richest man in Britain I don't want to be the richest man in Britain I want to be the man without idol are you listening to me tonight so my wife or husband or child is not an idol to me then you begin to see the flow of God's power over your life so giving is more than money giving is renouncing idolatry and covetousness turning away from God because I believe there's something better and greater idolatry covetousness did you hear that so most people you'll know will turn away from God they will give other things greater value have you ever considered turning away from God I think you have because sometimes it looks like if I just go on some I'll use holiday as example I'm, I'll live life they've turned away from God because they believe there is something better and greater when we were young we used to be on fire for God but we turn away because we believe there is something better and greater a non-believer a believer rather we get married to a non-believer because it's about that time. It's just asking, Pastor, is it okay to marry? I said, it's okay to marry anything. It's a scarecrow anyway. It's just supposed to be next to you, going around and say, I have a husband. It's, it cannot work. It's carried. Like a scarecrow on a cucumber land. Turning away from God because this generation believes. That's what Paul saw in that city. Did you find that scripture for me? He saw that they turned away from God because they believe. And for some, it could be their career path. Where you can't talk about the Lord. You just have to, you know, because career, you've just grown to a stage where, you know, you just be reasonable in life and do something for yourself. Whenever you hear that thing, just know Satan is expressly speaking the mind of Satan. It is not, look, I just repeated to you that in Eden, there was no evil preaching whatsoever. It didn't say... Um, Eve got naked oh she was already naked so there's no you can't get more naked than that it didn't say start smoking weed it's and you know I let me tell you something 
just keep this as a secret between you and I. Don't, don't make this public, please. It's not the weed smoking. I sincerely don't think, and I need you to think with me. I don't think people will actually get to the gate of heaven and hell. And they're going to smell someone and say, hmm, you smoke weed on earth. How would they know these sins? You want to smell weed? If, if you're going to hell, you're already going to be smelling the weed for a mile off. Imagine how many people are smoking it going to hell. So they won't know. It can't be that then. I don't think one of the qualifications to enter heaven or hell will be if you're a smoker or non-smoker. I think it's the control. I think what happens to man after death is that whatever controls you just zooms you to the path you belong to faster than the speed of light. You just go in the direction of what controlled you on earth. Ah, you didn't hear what I just said. I don't think they're going to smell you out if you smoke secret. Imagine That would be long. Because if they're going to smell you out, then people like me, they would have to now smell, okay, you used to smoke. When did you stop? When did, because we would just smell of it anyway. It cannot be the smell or the action. It's the power. So the, whatever power controls you, draws you at death. I need you to understand death. Whatever power controls you on earth, draws you. It's like a vacuum. It sucks you in. So people confess Jesus, but they have idols. So after life, it sucks them. It says, you are mine. It's always got to be about God. And it's a very thin line. That's why I'm speaking to the nation family tonight. I'm not talking to the body as it is because they won't understand that. They will just say, yeah, that's what we've been saying. Spark, you believe in your pastor. So are we just believing the Lord Jesus? Mom, dad, unfortunately, they are liars. They don't believe in the Lord Jesus. They believe in job, job. That's, they've gone now. They left you when you were younger. Says so for you. It's a lie. It's not for me. It's for you to have dignity among your friends and use me as another idol of dignity. It's going to be continuous. It's not for me. <laughs> Thank you for what you've done. I understand that. But really, it's not me. So turning away from God because I believe there is something better and greater of greater value apart from God is idolatry. Turning away from God because you believe that there's something better and greater. Can I give you an example? Most world musicians, you would have heard the story. Say, oh, we started from church. But they turned away because there's something better. Grammy would accept you more. Um, um, an award, uh, credit award. You, I've told you about the way. They just give themselves an award. They just award themselves as they like. They would, because you turn away from God because you believe, you know, the girl is coming to church. She's singing, praising God. And, you know, she is trying to break through in the music world. And she's not breaking through. So they said, just losing your button a bit. All this church thing. And for a while, she, he or she was saying, she especially, was saying, no, I can't do that. Eventually, one button got losing. I said, this skirt is just too long. You don't want to be like church auntie here. You know, just, 
we're not saying go naked. Eventually, at the end of the day, the whole clothes is gone. She has turned away from God because of the belief. Now, you see, a mind that is clouded does not know that his ways are not your ways. You don't need to be a musician to be a billionaire. You just need to own the record label. And those who own the label and their daughters don't go naked. In fact, you don't see them. But you see, her mind is so small that she cannot see these things. The Bible talks about the unbeliever. It said it's like a person who dwells in the wasteland, in the wilderness, and does not see that good cometh. She cannot see that good cometh because she looks, he or she looks around and says, look, with all of this, how will I break through? Just going to church to sing every day. I'm struggling, she says. I have to find a way, he says. And he does not see that good cometh. He actually thinks that if you follow this way, you will end up as a nobody. It's impossible with God because there's no record of that in scriptures. So she begins to turn away because she's looking for something better. And you see, in the world, you are very accepted only if you have idol. Because everyone in the world, to be accepted into their hall of fame, you must come with your idol. It could be drug. If you have drugs or you do drugs, you say, oh, welcome here, we accept you. If you have something, it has to be something that is... That is not God. The word as in, they hate God. They, now, and you see why we are more in problem? The word now uses God's name. But they are just because it's in vain. So, they can, you can put, God has helped me this morning. If that big man woke you up this morning, say amen. And stuff like that. And you see people pressing like. That's an idol talking. A scarecrow who God does not know. But it looks religious. And you know why they have to do that? It's an advert to you. So when you see that, you say, ah, wow, wow. Oh, he's still serving God. Wow. He's not serving God. He's serving himself. He's a scarecrow. The work of the hand, the hand work of man, a lifeless being, but he has to advertise to the next generation. So we're not asking you not to go to church. I mean, I do go to church and I say, God, hallelujah, amen. Um, but you see all these, let me simply say, forget about all this nation. You see all this Christ, our life thing. That's what they are saying to you indirectly. They will not use that word because Satan does not preach that way. He uses motivation. If Satan was here physically, what do you think his church will look like? It's not going to be dark and dingy. It will be, it would have opulence. And when the guy comes up, it's not going to ask you to go bomb a place. It's going to ask you to be very human. Because you see, once you are human, you will deteriorate. By yourself, you will bomb the place. It's simple. It will not, Satan has never asked, read through the Bible. He's never asked anyone to do evil. He's only asked them to disobey God. Once they disobey God, they will deteriorate by themselves. They will get into killing other humans by themselves. Because what makes them life, God, man, the word has been taken out. So they will go down the slope, 
more and more. So he asked me to ask you tonight, what can you not let go? A lady can be looking for herself for the first 50 years of her life. And I say to her, I know church taught you all this rubbish. But you see what you're looking for, I do hope you don't find it. Because you that you're looking for is a terrible person. Christ redeemed you. When Christ with our life appears. So what you're looking for, you already have. The Bible says we are accepted in the beloved. So you don't need acceptance anywhere else. You're already accepted in him by the finished work of Christ. I need to tell you this, that... And I needed to write these things down, and you know I don't, but I needed to make, you can put value on education more than what it really is. Idolatry, the value you give to a thing more than God. Is education bad? No. But it can be an idol. You put so much value on it. And our parents taught us, education is everything. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I learned one of the definitions of idolatry when you use things that you should, when things that you should use, use you. There's more to that, but I'll remember, I'll have to read that out. So you give value to education more than what it really is. It does not replace God. So when they say education is everything, how can for a believer? How can? The greatest revolution, let's even say the world right now, the greatest revolution did not come by those who went to those classes. They had an inspiration from wherever. And they did the impossible. So idolatry is what you put value upon. Jesus did not teach them to despise money. He told them he's a contradicting God to the real God, to the one and only God. So, have dominion over it and don't let it have dominion over you. It cannot drive you. You drive it. In other words, you cannot have joy when you have it. You have to have joy before. Then it will submit itself to you. Your joy and the completeness of your joy must be God. Again, I'm aware there are Christians who are lazy, who don't think generational, and then they use God and religion as excuse. Uh -uh. the sign that God is with you is nation taken because those are the examples when it came to Moses when it came to Daniel they took nations they were not at home saying we're just here worshiping you know, nobody should disturb us within us for nation we didn't know the fact that the only proof that you are not worshiping idol is riches because you can let go of it in the twinkle of an eye and let me tell you it doesn't matter how much you say that it still knows a man will sit down and dream, I will build this for God, I will do that, I will do that. When money comes, is a worshiper of money. And money says, you can't use me, I'm your boss. Uh, whereas what some of us did was to get the work done anyway. And we were joyful. In, so we have no joy of this season or that season. Oh, I remember when I, I don't have, I don't remember. We can recall it because of faith. But I don't remember because it's still the same joy. It's still the same work. It's still the same peace. And then in the secret of our heart, 
where no man can reach, where even we want to reach sometimes, God judges that one. It may be, it may not be wrong until you give it greater value than God. I know men whose idol is their image. Oh my God. Even pastors that I know and they talk about their integrity and their cleanness and say, this guy's got idol. But he's using his integrity and cleanness and no scandal life to tell you that he has no idol. But if you are smart scripture, you know that's the idol. There is no one before God that is righteous. God does not even use complete righteous people in court claim people to lead nations. The most righteous man is the one that has no fault but accept that he's not righteous and truly accepts it. Otherwise, your righteousness becomes dehydro. Say, as you see me. So such men, when someone says one thing against them, you will see them fighting to defend their dignity. They are everywhere saying, no, me in 1960, someone came to me with him and I said, no, no. Uh, idol is speaking. It's idolatry, man. That our righteousness is from God. How do you please a world that a person can just turn on the internet tomorrow morning and speak against you? And you're going to be there trying your best to tell them, that's not me. You dissociate from good because a person that God has said, that's my servant, that's my saint, that's my leg. You would dissociate because of your own image. Hide all. How else do I say this to man? Trying to get satisfaction in all the things that's not God. Any other way that's not God. Whatever gives you greater value than God is your idol. And what social media is created to do the most for that is to make you, is to promote idols. That's his work. You know that front thing can be so much idol. Have, have you woken up in the morning before and the first thing you're looking for is your phone? We are all trapped in that, isn't it? The first thing is like an addiction. You're not making money from nothing is there, but you just need to see. Then before you know it, two hours after you're still on Instagram, it became an idol. So by itself, now would you then tell me that Satan made social media? No. Self made it for self. And then they will tell you, you know, we studied the market so they know your need and your want. So when you're going through your feed, you just begin to say, how do they know that I, they know what you watch already because they know humans are created to have needs and wants. And they call it market research. So imagine you're in market. Properly researched. Now, is that wrong? No, it's not. It's human. So you will see Paul give them a one. He said, little children, keep yourself flee from idols. That can't possibly be a wooden image somewhere. You are going to read one scripture before that. But read that then. Let's go to that. Talk now. You had that ready since. Man. Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him. 
when he saw that the city was given over to idols. Did you see what happened? He saw that the whole city was given over to what? To anything that gives satisfaction away from God. So have we defined idol right later? Anything. It doesn't matter. So if they say someone is a gluten, it's just the thing gives them satisfaction away from God. Greater value than God. So Paul comes into Athens and realizes all these guys are given to idols. So imagine a person's workplace becomes their idol. They panic at the sign of they might sack me. They're panicking. Their job becomes their source. Their income becomes their source. It's an idol. So you see why Christians don't break through into finance world? Income is why. Income. God's blessing is based on outgoings, not income. God's resources is based on outgoings. Again, what do I use as an example for that? The five loaves and the two fish. What provoked Evans to bring the blessing that there was the outgoing was high. They said, look at this multitude of people. And the disciples with Jesus tried to talk about income. He said, it's like six months income. God says, uh-uh, there's no income without outgoing. What seed helped me to do was to increase my outgoing so I don't even think about income anymore. I just know some things have to go out. And oh God, as the outgoings increased, so God said, you, you, you want to kill these people financially, don't create outgoings for them. Just sit down there and be pitying them. And say, these are young people, they don't have income. And then they will never have income because they have no outgoings. Anywhere outgoings increases, incomes increases. We did not become in court rich as a church. We, become, we, we became increased outgoings. Guess what? We were, in, we were in Lancaster House. Rent, 5K or so a month. Yeah? Issues happened. We felt that we're now going to get to that place of income. And every time we say, how do we increase the income of this church? If 10 people give 50-50p per, per minute or per year, and, that, and then we created a men's group. Imagine there was a time men's group met and they were going to give five pounds per month. <laughs> sorry I'm on public I would have said what kind of man <laughs> that's like Joey like even Joey in two years time wants to give five pounds per month slap his mouth and say how can you because it's based on income so we're looking at it and every means we encode devised to be able to meet the church needs did not work. Guess what worked? They locked the place and we found ourselves going to pay 3000 per week. Guess what? It met hope because outgoings increased. Are you, are you listening to me? Because God does not want anything to be your source than Him. It's got to be your only source. Your source of joy. Your source of acceptance. Your source of finances. Your source everything. I wish you can hear my heart on this 
is tonight nothing and i realize as a leader the moment i bank on something as the place of income of someone guess what that door begins to shut then i realize that i've got to live it in libra i can't touch it i can't put my heart to it i let it happen when it happens and guess what the flow begins to increase but once i begin to calculate bring out calculator on that the door was shut it's not because satan is attacking me it's because god is saying these has become your source i want to be your ultimate source when you are happy i don't want what people are saying about you on social media on bbc to be your source of happiness so i'll turn that sound because i don't like it i don't like it i want it to be that when you've heard from me you are happy when you've heard from me you are excited not when you got a job when you got a job it's just a passive thing to increase your outgoing I don't want anything to be your he said when he saw that the whole city was given to idols so you can be given to your certificate it's an idol your qualification you say you don't know me you don't know me and Paul said for this sake of Christ that I may gain Christ I counted all things lost so if Paul was going to experience the power of God if the shadow, just the shadow of Paul is going to heal people, if Paul is going to experience resources, money to take many nations he's got to count everything that can make him money, he cannot say I'm the money maker except in God are you listening to me? And so we did not know till today, you know Paul's source of income was not explained we just know this guy took a large part of the world, how did he fund this ministry? Occasionally they mentioned some women and whose source of income we don't know why is God doing this there's a source that is bigger hallelujah there's a source in God that is endless is a way a path a leg path on the sea are you listening to me tonight he was provoked in his spirit idols are constantly calling us and idols come and tell us it's just he said you pray but be fancy just you know what and you should look at that thing and say, no, 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 that's an idol there. I discovered that the only way I got many things is that I don't care about it. It is the word I care about, the drip. I don't care about clothes. It's never inspired me before ever in my life. How else can I say this? If I care about it, I won't give it. Have you seen footballers giving anything? Do footballers give? They can't walk. They are afraid of the things they have. They can't talk. They can't give. Because the money is the one that tells them, you can't give me. What if I'm not there tomorrow? You really didn't understand what God did with Spark Nation. Let me tell you. He told you, the reason why you live in mansions and have all those things is that why they don't do it is the fear of tomorrow. Say, are you not afraid that the money will not come or finish? Your declaration of spending is a declaration of, I'm not afraid. Huh, you didn't hear me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish you would hear me tonight. I said, what you are declaring is that you're saying the flow, the source called God can never stop. But what the world is afraid of is it will finish. If you keep doing this, it will finish. But guess what is the difference with you? You are saying it's not going to finish because it's for the seeking of the kingdom. When you wear nice clothes, where do you show it out? Praising God, worshiping. You declare a source. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The source of the world that they keep will produce maggots. I think you will understand this in days to come. It's the declaration 
read the next scripture. Jesus, look at this scripture. Let me show you. The Bible says Jesus was of no reputation. He took the form of a son. I need that scripture so that reputation people can hear me tonight. You need to hear it. Oh, that's, I don't have great reputation. If you do, you are not the church of Christ. Because how can you, how can darkness give reputation to light? How can darkness be the one? And remember, darkness is not Al-Qaeda. Darkness is system. How can darkness be the one to put stamp on you? And sometimes they will put stamp on you, but this stamp is permanent. The word So imagine, church is like, you know those marks they give word approved. That's what is on church now. And they fight all the time to keep that. Are you ready? Please tell me. Let this mind be in you. What mind? Which was also in Christ Jesus, uh -huh. who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, uh -huh. but made himself <laughs> of no reputation. Did you Please, guys, is, am I reading the Bible or this is PT talking before they say, oh, you just like PT? This is Bible. He made himself of no reputation. None. Mr. Integrity is on stage. So one day someone brought me a real source. I said, take it back. Why do you know? Why? Why? And even if it happened, why should we know? Why? What, what are you trying to say? Well, I said, when they brought me, well, I just said, is this the only one you've got? Because it's not only me. I've got like pastors, leaders of family. So have you not got like seven? Because we're seven family heads. Then we realized they didn't bring it for you. They're just saying, would you like to buy? So in other words, you're lying to have, what is wrong? Integrity people are sick. Their eyeball comes out and everything. <laughs> Wait, calm down. You understand? Calm down the hell. I don't want to say the other one. But he made himself of no reputation. Taken. The form of a bond servant. It means I don't dictate what happens to me. I know how God wired my heart. There's no one that can make me cheat anyone. There's no poverty that can make me cheat a person. Ever in my life, that's my own wiring. But I'm a born servant. If people around are accused of something, I'm not going to deny. I'm going to be a born servant. I'm going to serve them. And if we're all rubbish, we're all rubbish together. Simple. I'm a born servant. I don't say, you know, I just want you to know that happens to me as integrity. No, if we're all soiled, we're all soiled. It's simple. It's a born servant walk. And coming in the likeness of man, he said he had none. And all of a sudden, men of reputation, guess what happened to them? They now want to run for elective position. Or want to run for something. And they realize the world is not even looking at them. They don't care. The world that you are trying to keep to accept you. Just looks at you and say, oh, no, we don't know him. So that one. Mm -hmm. I said, imagine that's all you've used your whole life to build. And that same world, the dirty world turns on you and say, like lie. He'll say, no, 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 not you. I said, but 
I'm looking at and say, this is a good man. Why are you not going to choose him? Say, ah, oh, we don't know him. Who the hell is that? Then they vote Donald Trump. Then they choose whoever we thought is faulty. God says, you should have allowed me to take you on the journey. You should have allowed me to be the one to shape your life, not the chisel of men. One more scripture now close tonight. It's important to me, listen to this now. It's important to me, these are the things God taught me. It's important to me not to appear important in front of other people. Extremely important. I repeat tonight, guys. I'm teaching this simply tonight so that I can lay a foundation. Otherwise, I'll just be screaming at you. This is your base of power. It is important to me. Conclusion of note between me and God. It is important to me not to appear important in front of others. Very important. Very vital. Otherwise, you will project yourself trying to accept yourself. Yes, I can be on internet. I can do all the jokes that I do there. But that is because I don't rate me as important. I don't need them to approve me. Study to show yourself approved of God. A workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I'm accepted in the beloved and that's the greatest family. If you want to be accepted by men and look important, you will run into many evil. You will go and get married and your marriage, you will borrow money to throw around to say, I am, I am important. You don't know me. I've seen people. They say, oh, it's because I don't have money. <laughs> when I have, in their heart, and you wonder why they don't have. I don't want to be important. One of anyone. And don't forget, man is created to have needs and wants. What do you then do? You consider yourself dead. So that when that sense of I want to be important is coming, you tell it. You are not my high door. I'm in charge here. I don't have to be important. So when we made certain decisions, when I refused to sit on certain chairs, it's not me trying to prove humility. It's me telling myself, I don't want to. That self-discipline is not me trying to show people. Some people will do that to show. I'm not trying to show anybody. I don't care. <laughs> and as you do this, power begins to increase in your life. You begin to realize that God channeling resources to you is not difficult. It's just that I've got to a place with money that it doesn't make me important. That don't make me lack it. People think when, when you teach that it makes you lack it. No. It makes you happy. It brings the God called mammon under your feet. Some of our sisters, your importance is you look at yourself in the mirror and say, see how beautiful. You didn't tell us. Oh. You're just parading around us. And so you'll be saying, oh no, I'm not that beautiful. In your heart. That's your hideout. So God looks at that beauty and says, we'll see when it passes away. And all of a sudden, some chicks are arriving. 
nature is taking place and then you begin to want to catch up then guess what they would do they start cutting the body butcher it chisel begin to cut it create all sort of things to look in a certain way imagine all the body works you've done imagine what you look like at 70 80 mad the work of man's hand uh, they said one of your sisters wanted to do leg extension how do you do leg extension though like surgery body enhancement leg extension where are you going to how tall do you want to be what is happening here He's probably looking at me saying, and it was going good. How did I come into this? You want the flow of God into your life? Regard nothing but the word. Honor men. But know that, again, that's why we don't run after men. So would you like to meet um, a musician? I said, so that we can do album together. Yeah, but Bona Boy is around. Would you like to meet? I said, uh, <laughs> would we do an album? Would we, what would happen afterwards? Or I would just call her and say, how are you? In front of people. Because when you are there, you have to call the person and put it on speaker and say, I'm speaking to PDD right now. Are we going to do album together? Are we going to, this picture, where is it going to go? When you meet such people, the only thing that can happen is they will put weed in your hand. Scarecrows. There's nothing that will come out of it. Of course, if Stephen goes to meet them, that's a musician. Maybe they will sing together. But I Pastor, what's my business? <laughs> what are you going to do? They said, Bilonia, so 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 is in town. Would you like to meet? I said, no, because no business will come out of it. There's nothing I can offer right now. You as for now, don't let us meet. We'll meet eventually. Because what will I say? Um, say hello, Mons is in town. Say, oh, Colin Monchi should meet him. Why? To eat jollof fries? Would you give him jollof fries? I don't understand. What, what would happen? I just, oh, we just have business ideas. We put food in Waterloo. He says, okay. Yeah, so what? I'm not saying don't meet people. I'm just saying there are some meetings that are not important. And God is ready. He puts you in the heart of men. And those meetings will then happen where it will be seamless. You can't jealous another person because they look like they are moving on. There's no moving on. God has you in the palm, inscribed in the palm of His hands. You cannot miss a moment that belongs to you. You cannot miss a lifting that belongs to you. What you are doing to yourself right now is you're deforming yourself from destiny and it will kill you because you are bowing down to other idols. So when I say to the nations, you don't understand pity. I'm, you don't understand Pastor Toby or pity. I'm, I'm patient. I'm just there. I'm waiting. You know, when other pastors were preaching and doing them, they would go to conference and take pictures they didn't know that the big man that came from america with big muscles that they were taking picture with is gay they didn't know 
They say it's Bishop Eddie, blah blah blah. And they say, oh, they, <laughs> you see, you all each other. It's okay, I'm sorry, it's dead now, but it, it was, you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry, but you didn't know. And I asked today, what has that resulted into? No, I was just in my own room, just listening to the word. I said, I'm not rushing, I'm not in a haste because he that believeth does not make haste. You will only rush if you are not sure that what God has said for you is sure banker. What is God waiting for? Why has it not happened so quick? He's removing every other source. And so some people, your age is the source. And age is beautiful, plugged into God. For God, with God, it's beautiful. So I tell, I think I was saying about the nation family. Listen, many of you, in your, even those who are 30, imagine in 10 years time, you'll just be 40 or 42. You've got time. One decade. You'll just still be that young. One decade of building a nation family. So why are you in a rush? I look at my own lives in a, in a decade, 10 years, I'll still be 50. Why is the nation rushing? If I were you, all that we'll be doing is just building this work. That's where my own life is soaked into, simple. Why are you rushing? You know why people rush? Social media. You're there and this lady comes out and says, I just want you to thank God for my life. From that, it's, she's lying. If you are really thanking God for your life, it won't be written here. It's not true. And for those who might have a, an iota of truth to it, what they go through in their bedroom, you don't, it's tough. He that believes does not make haste. Let every other God fade away in your life tonight. So you see why this is important for me preaching about the ways of God. So I started with ways for a purpose. Because then we're going to dive into this way. And then it gets exciting. But without this foundation, we're not going to find the ways of God because we'll be in a hurry. We'll be in a rush. I also believe in the power of the new age, which is you can make happen through mentorship and leadership what's supposed to happen in 10 years, in three years. I, I understand all of that. But it comes from the place of rest. It comes from a place of saying, you know what? I don't mind if anything does not happen. Because this soul winning, this building of the nation family or the nation is up is 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 happened to me meaning that's my happening that's my seed place that's my expression of faith what god has called this house for is the expression of faith without compromise that's what you are called for take every other idol heart nobody means a thing in my life someone says you know I, i'm just dissociating from you for a while i'm thinking wow your, your association brought me nothing. No one is too big or too small. But everyone that God brings our way, they are men and women of destiny. The number of people sitting down don't define me as a pastor. I was preaching like this in Ashosh house with two people in congregation. And I was happy. I had time for the word. I prayed for a long time. I was fearless. And all of a sudden, growth comes and you become, you become fearful. And God reminds you of those days and says, you were fearless what happened to you. You were not playing in the circus. How did you become a circus animal? 
how did you become a lion <laughs> that is in the circles as a lion when they are taking you to the circles would you rather not eat everybody and be shot dead than become a circus Christian our churches are circus churches you want to give COVID you come tell us out of Zion we go for the Lord Zion will not be the advertisement ground of their law we are not circus animals I, I want to dare you to believe God to the last our giving is a, and is, is a statement of unrelenting faith that God has our finances covered already I don't doubt my financial future and money cannot create that financial future for me what I dream what God the dream the thought of God that he has placed in my and money cannot do it it is faith because that attainment of that future is a statement from God that I pleased him you didn't hear me I said when God makes me attain that future it is God speaking back that I pleased him for by faith Enoch walked with God and his world he was not for he pleased him he pleased God by faith Abel brought a better offering and God says this offering is pleasing so Hebrews 11 says so without faith it is impossible to please him so when I'm an addict to giving an addict to what God is doing I'm saying God I want to get to a place to please you it doesn't matter if I please mom or dad or I please the community of Boris Johnson I want to please you and if I can just get to please you I want you to give me one chance to please you and for a man that pleases God there's no telling of the outcome of your life Enoch pleased God to a place where it was just not meaning God's reward was so great that God says you know what I, you won't die I, I don't know what to reward you with oh God you didn't hear what I just said I said it pleased God to a place where God said, I don't even know what reward can I give you and he walked a path that man has not walked before he, he walked into eternity with human body body terrestrial walked into celestial body and that's what God has called nation family too what God is going to do through this house it, look it's faith that brought us this far I we came here 2005 you cannot count 10 churches in Europe without counting spark nation how I'm not even sure it's up to 10 you cannot you cannot you cannot even first five we didn't come as the branch of another church we didn't come with it so it was just a faith journey and I didn't know that it would become this but it was a faith journey so there is no telling you cannot tell the outcome of the life of a man who pleases God Joseph journey was a journey the results the harvest you cannot tell you can see the seed but you cannot tell the harvest are you listening to me tonight so when God begins to it looks like every time you give is a pressure is this you cannot tell what the result of that is because eyes have not seen so I've given my life to trust an outcome that man has not seen before I've given my life to trust that there is something that is bigger than what my mind can attain in just my thinking I've given my life to that I surrender all my complete life I've got nothing kept nowhere everything I've got kept is kept in God in him my only source in God even my dream I don't have a dream he is my dream he is my all in all lift up your hands tonight I rest my case Lift up your hands tonight, sing that song for me, whatever you're singing.
sing now tonight let all the other names fade away I want you to begin to have a conversation you know we're gonna have a deep conversation tonight don't go pastor he's gonna lead the prayer what God was teaching me it's not that we don't do elaborate weddings and travel and all the hands it was saying the church you're inheriting what we know church has has idolized these things I need you to make a statement that they are not idols. So they are no wrong. It's just it needs to find a set of people that can declare that those things are not God because you should know how much of a God those things are to our parents and to us. They became gods. And the generation that will bring liberation to Babylon and will make the king of Babylon fall before a mortal man will be the generation that can look those idols in the face and say, no, we're not going to bow to you. So, we are not killed joy. Pity is not killed joy. Say they say they don't go on holiday, da, da, da. Why did that become an idol? Because a person thinks that they can find joy and rest. Let me tell you, if you cannot find rest in your bedroom, in your worship to God, you won't find it in... Where did you go the other day? Bali. You won't find it there. You won't. So the problem of God is not the Bali. It's that you didn't find rest in my presence. If you find rest in his presence, you take that presence anyway. It doesn't care if you go on holiday or you sit by the seaside. What's the business of God with that? It's just saying, if you cannot find rest in your 10 minutes of worship, if Thursday night is not your resting place, if Sunday morning worship, if singing in the choir is not your resting place, you've made another thing your resting place and I'm not going to be there. That's the problem. I think God wanted me to come and re-emphasize that to you tonight that it wasn't those things that were bad in themselves. But God needed a new generation that can look those things in. I now understand why He, he locked me up in this city and I, can, I get it now. He's just saying, look, Toby, let's talk. Nothing else matters than me. Nothing. Rejection is just God making you not accept other gods. I can preach this till tomorrow, you know. 
because you've got to find that bit in your life it will look small and insignificant a lady has a makeup bag idol she doesn't herself she's beautiful no matter what you tell her she even calls something that my natural look what is wrong with your natural look what is wrong with your natural look what is wrong with natural look so the makeup is not the issue you can make up all your life but if we say this now they will say oh, in that church they said they should not be doing what's God's business with makeup if you like you can dye yourself blue it's the control your relationship with God will not flow just like a wife is jealous of her husband or your husband is jealous of her wife because he knows he or she pays attention to many other people and God will constantly, when you read the prophet, now I get it. Some years ago, God told me to just stay in the book of Jeremiah, reading day and night. No, it's in that book God talks about how jealous he is for his wife. Pastor Honey started this talk about the wife and the church. He's jealous. He cannot send this current church to the mountains. They want to look like the world. Their pastors want to come and teach like motivational speakers. And God is saying, that's not bad message. It's just too good. It's so good that if you preach it in the mosque, even Muslims will say, wow, that is not the message of the cross. It is not. Yeah, it, because that message has no offense in it. Nobody will get offended. If a jewel or a hand preach in the mosque, they'll say, wow. It's just telling you to be good in the morning and to smile. And say, Wow. Buddhists will say, wow, wow, this is this is powerful message. Idol has been created. Does it grieve your heart when you see how much we are given to idols? You didn't finish that scripture, that's why I came back. Little children, flee. So, what pastor is gonna do tonight? Bring in God, and the Holy Spirit begins to point certain things to you. Now, if you take this mechanically, you just say, I don't use makeup. God says, again, I repeat, I don't care if you use makeup. I care about idols. Imagine when compliments becomes your idol. We were taught in church, post church, they said complimenting is great. It makes people feel great. And I accept that. But it's just that someone like me determined to only compliment when it's true. I'm not going to do it. I know that it makes people like you more. People need encouragement. But I also know that it makes me create idols for them. That's me choosing an idol. And they will like it because people love idols. American idols. Pastor, so we're going to pray tonight. Money is not going to be my, income is not going to be my idol. No way. I'm not going to have anything that I can't give. I don't care if it's a shoe, a cloth, a salary, anything. As we start this line of conversation and word, no company, you must not build a company. I don't care if it's nice shield or Kalimanji, Spark Nation or Nation Family. When I announced that I gave the church, I encourage, as if I can give a church, but you know what I mean by that, over. 
It's me trying to say, this is not my high door, you know. I'm not going to be defined by Spark Nation. And if not for COVID, I would have moved on in a way that you won't even believe that I was once here. I will just say, yeah, guys. So you see senior pastors fighting the next pastor. They are fighting on church building. Two pastors of the same church, the father and the son. They are cursing each other now. Then they even take congregation. I wonder what kind of people these are. Someone can just take you like, um, like a piece of milk in the shop. So it's taken by church members. Say, ah, he took your church members. Are they human beings or scarecrows? He took them. These guys don't have their mind. They are just people that can just be picked. You just pick them from Dagenham to excess. You just take them. He's taking my church members. He took them. How? Human beings, full-grown people. Come on, man. Both the junior pastor that is divided in the church and the big man, they are both idolaters. Idols. Are you ready to pray tonight? Everyone. I need you to actually pray. Let's read this scripture quickly. Little children, uh, keep yourselves from idols. Mm. Amen. Read it one more time. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. I want to use this to just open up the prayer tonight as we begin to enter into a new conversation. Listen, this is how we're going to pray. There is a space in the depth of our heart that even sometimes we cannot see ourselves. There, God wants to have a serious conversation with us tonight. So I don't even come to lead this prayer with excitement, but more of a subtle reflection to say to ourselves tonight, Lord, highlight to me, Holy Spirit, indicate to me where you are trying to speak to me. Now, there are, there are areas in our lives where you speak about certain things, finances, this, that, and the other, but now he speaks to us relating idols, related to idols, saying to us that there is a space that I'm still trying to deal with you in. And God, I want you from the sincerity of my heart now to reveal to me that space in which you just that little be extra that you're trying to get through to me and say this needs to go still this needs to be dealt with still and if we can deal with that tonight as the as Livingstone worship if we can deal with that tonight God then says now we can then begin to have the higher dimension of conversations getting you ready for the nations in which I want to allocate to you but first of all Lord as we worship you're saying Lord I expose myself to you 
I expose everything to you. The ones which I know as the word was coming on or going on, there were certain things that would have been highlighted. But there's the ones I know, the ones I don't know. Lord, I want you to examine me tonight. I want you to look within me. I want you to begin to shine lights. Shine the light of the glorious gospel on certain areas in my life. I don't want to just be somebody that just thinks according to the way man thinks. Let me see heaven's perspective on this thing I call my heart. On this thing you have highlighted in the name of Jesus. That's what the prayer of the nation family is. Because John began to teach the church, keep yourself from idols. Lord, teach me what to keep myself away from. Teach me what to guard myself from. Teach me tonight. Narrate this story to me. Narrate what you are trying to get across to me tonight. In the name of Jesus. What I want us to sing, Here I am waiting. Here I am waiting. That's right. towards it highlight it to me tonight as I as I want to be wrapped hidden in you if it is not you that brings me satisfaction show me the things outside of you that brings me satisfaction in the name of Jesus that's right Breathe. 
a surrenderedness because when we have listen to this it's still a prayer of surrenderedness because when you look at being either in God or you look at what has subdued man before now you realize that there was always something in man's heart that says there is something greater elsewhere there is always something in man it, let's even take it outside of God you, you can be in a relationship and then you always feel as if there's something greater elsewhere there's something greater outside you're, you're, when you're at a certain financial level you always feel like oh well there's more there's better and th that is just the design and makeup of man but God says tonight to us that surrenderedness means to submit that. Submit that power to me. And then take greatness, which is God. God turns to Abraham one day and Abraham said, what will be, who will be, who will receive the reward of this house? You have taken me to a certain height, to a certain greatness. But Eliezer, the servant, will take all of this. But God turns to Abraham and says, Abraham, I am your exceedingly great reward. I need you to immerse yourself in me. The prayer of surrenderedness. Immerse yourself in me to know there is nothing outside of this. Yes, I promised you a son. The son of the promise. But that will come in my own terms. It is the position of rest. So as we worship for just two more minutes, all you're really saying to God is that even every thought, every way in me that tells me that there is something greater outside of you, I submit it tonight. I, I surrender it tonight because it will still come. It, those things, they come. But Lord, every time it comes, I bring it to the subjection. Every imagination, I bring it back to the subjection and the thought of Christ. That is what we're doing tonight in the last two minutes of worship. When we say, I ask you, God, the exceedingly great reward to come live in me, to come to take over. It is you are the exceedingly great reward. That is the framework. That is the model of the nation family. That is what each and every single one of us is declaring. So for now, I want you to worship just for two more minutes. Come live in me.